Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. On SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. At the top of the straight, went for home at the 400 metres. Bowen to clear back to the inside. Two legs, Prince of Aaron. Then came Hunting Hornhill Paradiso, late master of reality with Bowen to clear on the inside. Then Prince of Aaron, Raymond Tusk, Finch. It's master of reality. Bowen to clear up on the inside. Bowen to clear. Prince of Aaron is lifting late with Il Paradiso. Master of reality just in front. Bowen to clear. Kicks. Bowen to clear. won it for Australia. They're on top of the world. Beats Prince of Aaron. Il Paradiso in a photo finish and master of reality, a classic cup. Absolute classic cup, classic uh, odds couple coming your way this morning. Uh, welcome everybody around the country, around the state of Victoria, around the city of Melbourne. Uh, the spring carnival coming to a close uh, later this afternoon out at Flemington. You'll uh, hear us out at Flemington this afternoon. We'll be live uh, for the McKinnon Stakes Day. Thanks to McDonald's Smooth Barista made coffee for, from a cafe available 24-7. What a race it was on Tuesday. What a week it's been. With me this morning on the odds couple, of course, David Taggart. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Scoo. Pleasure to be here. It's been a long week. I think I, I'm just a couple more runs and I'm due for the paddock. I yeah, reckon. mate, I'm, uh, I'm not sure how we're going to get through six hours looking at you all afternoon this oh, afternoon. We've still got a few more meetings left. We don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, but at least we've got a break. Uh, you know, this week we've done four out of seven days, uh, six and seven hours each day, or and seven and eight hours every each day. Hour of it. Uh, making conversation with you over that period of time has been very difficult. Not difficult to make conversation with uh, Big Paddy, who joins us, one of Melbourne Grammar's favourite sons. Morning, Paddy. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Scoob. Tags, you actually inspired me there to lose seventy kilos and try to become a jockey. <coughs> Tags, just getting excited there, uh, whipping away to Matty Hill's call. In yeah, the that city. seventy kilos. Oh, well. Yeah. The 120-odd kilos. Give, give or take. You've wow. got to put a bit of rhubarb on it, mate. Time to <laughs> Extraordinary cup. Oh, Extraordinary huge. Cup. And, and, and Eight I, seconds outside of the record. It, uh, you know, that was just they, they slugged well, along early, early they doors. Walked, but, didn't they walked yeah. um, yeah, You had to be able to stay the two mile. It's a race I can't figure out, and I can't figure it out. Master of Reality, Vow and Declare, front two and three the whole journey. Uh, Prince of Aaron, yeah, just, just back just a little further. Yeah, just, just off, off yeah, a couple of lengths off. Um, finds the line really well. Il Paradiso, one stage was last. Close to it, but yeah. great ride. He, he rode it for luck and had to because he couldn't have won going around. Well, it didn't win anyway, as we know, but couldn't, couldn't have won from going around him, but great trying ride. trying to explain the story. Sorry, here, yep, go on. Off he goes on a tangent. And that, that's what I mean, mate. It's been a tough week, Pat. Got to wrap up, jockeys. It's been a tough week. Tag and I could have Sugar. walked faster than them, I reckon, on that yeah. first Sugar run. Baby uh, down the outside. Going Surprise on, Baby. Surprise Baby going Wooshka. Yeah. Uh, coming from you know, the second half of the field. Yes. Uh, so if we take that into account, so slow, two 
pace setters, one wins it, one runs fourth after the um, after the protest. Prince of Aaron comes from a couple of lengths off them, one comes from near last, and then uh, Surprise Baby, you know, only a neck away again, uh, coming from near last. What about those horses in the middle? Did none of them stay two mile? Yeah, well... Interesting. Well, I mean, I'll well send a few of them back to Ireland. But and I, I haven't seen a Melbourne Cup like it. That, there was five lengths covering the first sixteen. It was remarkable. Cross Counter came eighth and was a length yeah. half yeah. Off, the, off winning it. Yeah, finished which on is the remarkable. Edge, yeah. Still Prince ninth and a length and three quarters. But yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, I haven't seen a, a lead all the way. Well, since Martin Power, pretty much, isn't it? Well, I mean, Vandeker uh, technically box wasn't. Seated. Yeah, box seated. Winning first past the post. A few people in our office celebrated when that happened, but as they all do. Um, and yeah, obviously came in one, so and, I and think it's Martin Power was the last one. And, and, well, Vaughan declared box eater, didn't lead. Yeah. Um, well, he did for a period yeah. of time. Well, he, had, well, well, he, led, he, 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 he led, led going around the winning post because he drew 21. Well, you and said then, he didn't lead, like, he did. He led for a period of time. Oh, well, he didn't lead all the way. But the straight of Fluton is pretty long, Tag. <laughs> but um, Vaughan Declare was in front on that first lap. Well, he box seated. Most of the race he was in the box seat. Come on, boys, you, you, you're nitpicking here. But at the, at the end of the day, Greg Williams came out and said that interference helped him. Of course and it did. No, what do you mean? At, of course it at, did. At the end or at the start? At the end. Of course it did. If that if that didn't if that didn't happen, he doesn't win the race. Will Paradiso wins that by a length and a half. Oh, oh it does not. It only happened the last five strides, Paddy. Oh. <laughs> You're getting past what's 50 metres, What's the chop of vision of that mate. again and tell me Il Paradiso. <laughs> no, but what I'm, I'm saying... Love, I'd love the text machine to back no, me up but I'm here not because Il Paradiso about... wins that race by a length I'll and a half. I'll turn it up. It was the last five strides. And it, but what I'm saying, with when... Right, when when um, Willow's Mount Vaughan declared got its hindquarters turned inwards, that's actually when he came again. He felt the horse and he, and, and he lifted. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, yeah, take away all the El Paradiso may have won, yes, without yeah. that interference. But what, what's actually helped him, once he got that little rub by that that El Paradiso, he actually lifted and sprouted wings and, and that's what got him, the mon- got him the money. What would have been interesting is if the, the second horse of Lloyd's or Fran- Frankie Dottori's, say if he did, had a one, would the protest have been upheld? Fourth against first? Mm. Well, it had to be. Fourth against second was upheld. Yeah, well, would have, yeah, fourth imagine first that, winning the Melbourne Cup well. and then getting getting relegated mm. back to fourth. Yeah, mm. that would have been an, that would have been something to talk about. Oh, it's just well, a race that eludes old Frankie Dottori, isn't it? Oh. There you go. you got to keep front, him straight, Frankie. Got a sniff of victory and then... It was very sloppy on his behalf. Very sloppy. Why, why what was your it? highlight of the week, uh, folks out there? 0433 98 11 16 is our speckled text machine. Love to hear from you. Uh, Damien Oliver, uh, Danny O'Brien, Vowen declares win. Warning won the derby. Miami bound the Oaks. Uh, it's been a massive week. Melody Bell came over from New Zealand, won her sixth group one of the year. She's going for a seventh today uh, in the McKinnon. Uh, exceedance in the Coolmore. Just a, a spectacular week. Uh, what has been your highlight? 0433 98 11 16. We'll talk of uh, those highlights. Cream rises to the top when the when the big guns have to come out. Damien Oliver's been extraordinary. He has been fantastic. I mean, the, the warning win on uh, last Saturday was just a, a peach of an ollie ride and he's uh, just continued to... Ride winners throughout, and well, mind you, Craig Williams has ridden his fair share as well. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned it there, Scoob. Danny O'Brien's just really starting to extract it in this uh, in this carnival. So there's been some real highlights, hasn't there? Great comeback by Danny O'Brien. 
you got to take your hat off to him. Ever since we spoke to him, boys, a couple of weeks ago, he's just... Yeah, it's all our doing, isn't I it? I think yeah, it might be. Clearly. Yeah. Got to give ourselves a pat on the back. Even though these horses have been planned, planned for months ahead, but, yeah, the, speaking to us, really top. Got him. Got him what, over the line. What was your it? highlight, Dave? Uh, Dave? I just I just love the four days. It's they're, they're great. They're just great racing, as you say. You, you don't know where to look, you know. Miami Bound was a dominant Oaks winner. She was the only one that really stayed out the trip to warning, as you say, D Oliver. Rode, well, I didn't ride against the instructions. You smashed him in the ride. You smashed his ride in the Oaks. Not really. I, well, he drew six and he was three deep the entire. Yeah. Yeah. With cover. With cover. So the two favourites are out three deep. Yeah, correct. But uh, You smashed him. In running, you smashed him. Yeah, that's unusual for Ollie to be three deep from barrier six. Uh, it was very similar in the Melbourne Cup too. He didn't have a lot of luck in that. Rap, what I'm saying is you're wrapping him now, but Thursday, but no, his Derby you're giving ride was, was the better of the two, of course. Right. And, uh, yeah, and Craig Williams, well, he went on a broomstick at the moment, won't he? <laughs> he uh, I think a highlight of Damien Oliver in that Oaks, like he just didn't panic in any shape or form. He, he wasn't looking around thinking, where can I get in, where can I get in? He copped his whack. He was three yep. deep. Yes, he had cover. His, still his key ingredient was to get his horse to relax and just say, right, darling, this is where we are. This is what we've got to do. I'm going to give you a peach of a ride even though we're out here because you're going to be relaxed and I'll bring you into the race at the right time. He got on the tail of the right horse. Yeah. Boom, the rest well, is his. Well, it helps when you track up the, magic. the one to beat, though. It does. Well, the, yeah. the war of attrition was one night. Yeah. Miami bound Vegas Jewel on the quick backup as well from Saturday and couldn't go with him when the whips got cracking. Correct. Correct. So, some, someone on our team there on Thursday said, oh, it's too hard to run in the... That was the consensus, though. Like, the that was run a, on Saturday and neither of those fillies were going any good in the uh, Oaks. I can't yeah. remember who said that. I'm not sure. Yeah, anyway, well, I, we I, tipped, take well, I tipped the winner of the Oaks and Derby, so I was happy. Good track today, good four. We've spoken to Liam O'Keefe from the VRC this morning, which which is spectacular. Oh. To think we're on a good four today with the weather we've had in the, the last seven days, particularly the last 48 hours since the Oaks has been run. Uh, there have been plenty of storms and showers around. A, a magical track. They make their money, the... Uh the, uh, the curators out there at Flemington. I mean, that's the best training surface in the galaxy, I'd just about he, say. If that's a good four today, that's, <laughs> that is But he, he's been the unsung hero of the carnival, hasn't he, oh, Liam? Like, fair dinkum. Yeah, he, he deserves more, more accolades than what he what he gets. He's well, to, to have this track in tip-top uh, shape today, and the rail's out nine metres. Yep. We'll see how it plays, because it's just been playing fair. You can, you've won from everywhere, inside, outside. Didn't matter where you were. Talking of accolades... Um, Hartnell, swan song today. Last time we'll see Hartnell at the track. He's had 57 runs. He's won 13 of them, 14 seconds, eight thirds, in excess of seven million in prize money. He's been a wonderful horse. That, that surprises me that he's he's the has got the most prize money for the Muckdorm stable. Has he? Yeah. 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 But but generally, out of five and a half thousand horses, most winning prize money. But but again, if they're winning good races at a young age, they go straight into the. Yeah, true. The Darley stud, so they don't get that chance to go on. Him being a gelding, he's had the chance to go on to be, you know, he's racing as a nine-year-old. Yeah. Well, just it just sits with people, though, the, the spirit and effort that Hartnell gave throughout his whole career. I mean, I remember when I was on Hartnell v. Winks back in that Cox Plate and just uh, Winks gave him a show that day, but he's boxed on and he's been a real warrior. So from me to Hartnell, <laughs> a star. Well... Here you can uh, have that, that heartstring pulled a bit uh, further, Big Paddy, as we go to our, uh, our audio package uh, saying farewell to the, the champion, Hartnell. Hartnell's lifting, Hartnell lifting, the big boys come back.
The further they go, the further Hartnell's pulling away. Oh, isn't this easy money? Oh, McDonough with a big cheeky look over the shoulder. Eased him down, won it by seven. The real Hartnell we're seeing him today, all right, at Flemington. And he's going to canter it. Hartnell, ultra impressive by three or four. I think everybody here is going to miss him. Yeah, he's a absolute ripper, Hartnell. As I said, 57 runs. He's having his 58th today. 13 of those have been victories. 14 seconds, eight thirds, 7.2 million in prize money, and just refuses to run a bad race. I see he's about 10 to one uh, on sports bet uh, today, Paddy. You just you, you want to will him over the line. You just want people to be able to clap him and say, mate, you know, thanks for the memories because, uh, like, his last. Uh, his last, his form is at reads here, three, triple, four, three, seven. Like, they're all wait for age runs and he just keeps poking his nose in there somewhere and, and earning a check. He does. And I'll tell you this, boys, he's behind Melody Bell, the second best backed runner in that race at $10. Smart money or just emotional nah, money? emotional money. Oh. has to be. <clears throat> bit of column A, bit of column B, you'd suggest, but... He loves Fleming. Streets ahead of the third best back, so... If mm. something, I mean, it's not wise to, to punt with your heart, but if there's one to uh, sort of all links up because it's called Hartnell as well, but <laughs> if there's one time to punt with your heart, maybe it's today. Just a couple of shillings or each way on Hartnell could get you out of a hole. Been any money for Kluger? Now, he's had a throat operation yeah, between the Cox plate, Cox plate two weeks ago, and, and today he's had a laser surgery done on his throat. He had a trapped epiglottis. And they've untrapped his epiglottis. Oh, and uh, suddenly, uh, not only did he choke down on uh, Cox Plate, though, I choked down with him because I thought he could nearly win the Cox Plate if he brought his winks for him. He didn't. Yeah. I'm not sure whether he can... No, see, if he brings his winks for him today, he'd be very competitive here. He's uh, getting his epiglottis untracked or whatever you said there, Scoop. Untrapped. Untrapped. Untracked. Um, now the punters no, are... Trapped, mate. Trapped. Favourite son not of ideal, Melbourne Grammar, one of the favourite sons yeah. of Melbourne Grammar. He can't speak English. An, an epiglottis is probably your a little bit out of the money they've spent on you. He's been, been, he's been hanging around me too, not too long. That's a problem. <laughs> you don't ask me to spell it. Um, Kluka, uh, no, punters are not super warm on the old Japanese uh, Kluga at 23 bucks. They're, they're, they're tending to stay away, but again, $23. What about the interesting like run? Scoob's, uh, I do. Wise words and an unchecked <laughs> epiglottis, then maybe it's a great bet. I heard something funny on, on, on TV the other day about uh, Magic Wand. Uh, this is the third year the McKinnon's been put on the final day instead of the first day. Mm. No horses backed up from the Melbourne Cup. Well, it's only three years in, right? So Magic, so Magic Wand, it's not ideal. Um, well, coming back from the two-mile back to the 2,000, and if she didn't run in that Melbourne Cup, you think she would have been a big chance mm. after her Cox Plate fourth? I wouldn't be underestimating riding, anything riding her off. Do. Yeah, no, true. I just, I just wouldn't. I don't think she stayed the journey in the Cup, did she? She's still got to back up five days later. Yeah, they're, they're that fit. They, can, they, they uh, carry no fat. They just, you know, round they go. How about Dandruff, though? Well, that was the demise of Dandruff. Ran 23rd in the Cup after running for a third time in 10 yeah, days. Yeah, correct. Maybe a bridge too far, Tex. Yeah, but that's just not ideal. Uh, a bit greedy, are they? Running over two mile and then, yeah. Yeah, so she's at, this is her third run in, in, as you say, in 14 days. What would a magic wand have done? Down to the beach, a little bit of recovery and eat we, well? And wouldn't have had a gallop, another gallop. Let's but go back to the right. track. Would have yeah. been under saddle the next day going around Werribee. 
after the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, they tried them up to see if they're lame and see how they're pulled up. They do put a rider on them. Uh, CT scan down which, there as well? No, no need, unless they're lame. But she, she would have pulled up fine. But she would have just been doing, as you say, a little might have done a bit of beach work, but just mainly, uh, yeah, tried and cantering. Last bit of news to touch on, Super Seth, the Caulfield Guineas winner, uh, off to stud next year at Waikato Stud That's a surprise. in New Zealand. Hey, straight to stud. No, no, not straight to stud. It will race on. Oh, yeah, until the end yet. of his three-year-old. Did you just say hasn't won a race yet? No, no, no. Oh. I said that's a surprise. Straight to stud. Oh. But he'll race, yeah, until the end of his three-year-old days, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah but... Race in the autumn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he said he hasn't won a race yet. No, no. Like... <laughs> Geez, not only can't speak English, can't hear it either. Dearie, dearie. I hope we get a bit of a lift from Dave. you, Paddy, as the morning goes on. Can we? we Dave, you can't Dave. spell, you can't speak. I, Where I, are we at? I can't hear you. I thought that's what he said. I, uh, I've attracted and oh, I apologise. Did you sleep? Do you sleep on that pillow and uh, dooney you have in the back of your car last night? Did you talking have, about out, out the talking about the Caulfield Guineas winner? And he says he hasn't won a race. Oh, fair dinkum. All right, let's. Uh, we're getting towards our first break on uh, the odds couple this morning. But before we get there, let's go to Richard Humston from Sportsbet. On 1116 SEM, a Sportsbet update. Check out Sportsbet's new Same Race Multi this spring carnival. Combine selections from the same race in one bet for bigger odds. Gamble responsibly. Happy final day to you, Hummer, and the NBA. Geez, there's been plenty of action in the NBA. Yeah, happy final day to you. We got there in the end. Geez, we've bled a little bit, but it is one last day. One last chance to make our losses back from the spring. But we're going to start with the NBA today. We've got 11 games kicking off in about 90 minutes or so. But without a doubt, the pick of the mix is going to be the Nuggets and the Philadelphia 76ers. Philly just battling a little bit at the moment. Ben Simmons is out. They travel to Denver, $2.68. Uh, on offer for Philly. The Nuggets will get you $1.47. We've got the line set at three and a half points. Well, I'm going to take that and add a little bit of value there to the Nuggets. I'm pretty confident there. And what else is happening sports wise, Hummer? Well, I want to touch on Code Wars, of course. This is the fight between Barry Hall and Gall- uh, oh, and, uh, yeah. and uh, what's his name? Paul yeah. Gallon now. Gallen. If you just wanted to ever see how big the vitriol is between these two, uh, these two codes, this is the perfect platform. Two blokes belting the stuffing out of one another. And they are coming very hard for Barry Hall. 75% of the cash from Barry Hall, but our, our traders go, nah, he's not a chance. So you're getting $2.14 on offer. Paul Gallon will get you about $1.60. But uh, for me, I just think uh, Gallon is going to absolutely wipe the fall for Barry Hall. So if you want it to add some value, take the $1.65. Enjoy the last day of spring. Hope we have some winners. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, we certainly will gamble responsibly. And yes, we need winners, Hummer. And let's hope we finish off uh, this wonderful spring carnival with a big, big bang. I think we will, Tags. I think we'll finish well, I'm off. A, I'm we'll, overdue. We'll smack it. We'll smack it. You can check out Sportsbet's new Same Race Multi. This spring racing carnival combines selections from the same race in one bet. For bigger odds, gamble responsibly. <laughs> On SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Welcome back to The Odds Couple. Oh, I do wish, I wish this was a visual medium sometime. <laughs> big, big Paddy's been turfed out, Trent's Mason Ellis. Come to join us with some breaking news from a racing perspective. G'day, Trent. <laughs> 
Morning, everyone. Yeah, the executive producer just uh, pulled rank there and said, Big Paddy, out the way for a second. Just have a spell on the bench. Uh, just a bit of news floating around. Firstly, Jamie Mott, after a serious fall last night, has a broken tibia and fibula. So Ooh, no good gosh. there for uh, Jamie Mott. We wish him well. That was a nasty fall at Cranmer last night. And the last couple of races actually got called off due to that fall. Um, now, Ben Mellum, star jockey, not riding today at Flemington. Riding changes to come. They're filtering through now. Damien Oliver goes aboard. Graceful Glamour in race number eight. So Oliver on for Mellon. Graceful Glamour for Mark Newnham in race number eight. And James McDonald rides top of the range in race number seven for Ben Mellon. So more changes to come there, Simon. Okay. A tick and Big Paddy come back in. Trent now. Good on you. Thank you. Um, Trent Mason held it with breaking news there. Uh, Paddy, welcome back. Gee, you got a bit of a shock there when you got turfed, didn't oh, you? Gee whiz. Hey, oh, does that hurt? You had your back to the newsroom and then get suddenly you got the Paddy. tap and get, get out of the road. Yeah, oh, we. Oh, get the uh, head. All right. Well, yeah. Off we Might go. be your last show, Pat. Wouldn't happen at the famous grammar, would it, eh? In the old bluestone buildings there, would it? Jeez, we uh, have each other. Many good punters come out of the out of the out of the bluestone buildings there in any St Kilda Road. Any good punters? Yeah. Oh, yeah, fair few. Myself, I'll back myself. Um, no, there's plenty. Sammy Freeman, we spoke to him the other day. He's a he's a very astute punter and a, and a horseman. He's a tra- he's a horse trainer. I know, but not a punter. He's a horse trainer. No, there's plenty. We're uh, we're a good crop of crop of kids, Scoop. Uh, well, tell you who was a good crop of a kid, and that's Sammy Highland. We're going to talk to him now up uh, in Queensland, of course, with thanks to Racing Queensland. One expert tips, racingqueensland.com.au has got you covered. It's a very good morning, of course, to the fella up north, Sammy Highland. Is the sun on your back today, Sam? It is, Simon. It is. You're too kind. Uh, I tell you what, it's going to be a warm one. It was. Uh, I was at the sunny coast last night, and uh, it was pretty hot. Well, it was a hot day yesterday, and then obviously we got a bit of trouble with the fires, and uh, up past Noosa there, it's uh, mm. playing havoc. So there was a fair bit of smoke around last night, and uh, but we got through the meeting, no worries, and we're going on again today at Doombin. So uh, yeah, got a listed race on with the Keith Nowd in the in the last race. You would think. Um, Outback Barbie is going to be a real danger. She's, uh, you know, she, trials have been really good. She's got a good first up record, and I would think uh, she'll be hard to beat in that race. But it's not my best. My best, Simon, comes up in race nine, number eight, Golden Mean. David Van Dyke trains this one. Michael Hallier takes the ride. Good gate. It'll be back off speed, and, uh, gee, I think it'll come with a good run. I think uh, it's really well placed and, and looks a super race for us. So race nine, number eight, Golden Mean. And another one for the punters in race two, Amarita, which is number six. Uh, Matty Dunn trains Jimmy Burns on board. It's got a really good first up record, this. Uh, four goes for three wins. It's obviously got a good form uh, down in Sydney and uh, yeah, kicking off her preparation here today. First up, I think she'll be hard to beat in the 1100. So Get around, Amarita and Golden Mean. Sammy, uh, Paddy here, mate. Race three, Soxagon. I want to talk to you about this horse. Now, I remember sitting in the back of a cab watching this horse run around at Toowoomba back in March, and I'd swear it won by about 15 lengths. It was the most remarkable win I've ever seen. It's since come to the city. It won well on Cox Plate Day and now goes around at $1.30 in race three. Does Soxagon just blow them apart today? Yeah, I think he'll win again. It's, uh, gee, the Curry camp are, are in good form. Do you know they had a winner last night uh, and it, it won really well? Like, uh, 
His name was uh, Tony Curry, I think. He owned it. He was made the trip up from Melbourne. They backed it like you wouldn't believe it. It was uh, it was second favourite, you know, five minutes out, and then they just truckloaded it and uh, and it jogged in. And uh, it's a bit like um, this horse. It, it sits up on speed and then uh, just uh, socks are gone. He'll sit up on speed and he'll just uh, kick away and be too good for them, I would think. And this race is now um, there's five scratchings out of this race uh, now. Just then. All the scratchings are not true, but five out of the race is going to put a big dent in it. And obviously, they're all scared of uh, Soxagon because uh, Bailey Nodip is riding so well at the moment, kilo and a half off its back. You would think it'll just be a formality. It'll, it'll win like it's a trial for it. And because he's, you know, he's got a bit of class about him and he's in great form, his confidence is through the roof. So nine starts, three wins, and, and those wins have just been so impressive. Quickly, in uh, 10 seconds, can you tell us uh, anything from the Gold Coast or Toowoomba we should follow, Sammy? Oh, the Goldie. Uh, I know end day is riding one for Chris Lees. And, well, he's got to ride for Chris Lees and he's got to ride for Robbie Fred. Sorry, what am I saying? He's got to ride for Chris Lees and he's got to ride for Chris Waller and he thinks that both can win. That'll do. So, uh, yeah, but... As, as you can hear with the, the kids under my belt, I'm, I just haven't got oh, the belt. That's all right, Sammy. I'm doing, I'm doing scratchings, and I'll tell you what, Simon, you've got me off the bit this morning. No, no, well, yeah, good work. We'll chat to you later this afternoon from Flemington. Thanks for your help this morning. And for horse, jockey and trainer profiles, find it all at racingqueensland.com.au. On SEN, the odd couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Welcome back to the Odds Couple. Uh, it's going to be a pleasure this morning to welcome our uh, our special guest, um, David Ellis. And David joins us with thanks to First Option Bank, exclusive SEN loan offer now available. The history of David is very active uh, as a buyer uh, of yearlings, particularly in New Zealand, and uh, is the managing owner of Melody Bell and runs a, a massive... Um, uh, operation over in New Zealand um, called Tiako, uh, and uh, that operation I'd like to know a little bit more about this morning and also a little more about uh, Melody Bell today and Tiako Shark, who we saw in the Cox Plate runner, uh, an excellent uh, corker. Uh, corker of a run um, in the Cox Plate uh, at weight for age level. But our pleasure to welcome David to the Odds Couple this morning. G'day, David. Good morning. David, just quickly, can you just give us a bit of a background about um, your Tiaco operation over there? We see you so active at, at the yearling sales year in, year out uh, over there in New Zealand. Can you just uh, explain a bit of the history and background of your operation? Well, when I first bought uh, Tiaco Racing Stables, uh, I soon worked out that um, if we wanted to train the best horses we had to go to the yearling sales and buy them. So uh, we go to the yearling sales and buy the horses that we want to train and then bring them back to Tiak, our stud, and then um, find owners to race them. In Melody Bell's case, uh, after I bought her, uh, John Galvin from Fortuna Syndicates, uh, a, a very successful syndication company, uh, took her over and uh, we train all Fortuna's horses of which Melody Bell's one of them. Mate, it's the uh, it's Paddy Garshagan here, David. It's a question on everyone's lips. Melody Bell came over here, smoked him in the Empire Rose last weekend. 
But why has she been so underrated? Why has she flown under the radar for so long over here and then all of a sudden, bang, we've got another a superstar on our hands? Well, I think she won the size produce as a two-year-old um, in Australia. but I think she won by three and a half, four lengths. So I don't really think she's um, flown under the radar. Uh, but she's a, an example of the sort of horse that we're trying to buy, a uh, horse that races at two. She won a million-dollar two-year-old race before uh, she won the size produce. And um, she trained on to... Um, to win stakes races at three um, and four and five. Um, and um, I think we'll have another good year next season. Absolutely. And am I right in saying she's bought relatively cheap, sort of the 50, 60K mark? Yeah, she was bought. Uh, I bought her at the at New Zealand Bloodstock's Caracas sale uh, for 57,500. There you have it. Mate, quickly, let's talk uh, Tiako Shark. Um, and we were actually mentioning a, a boxing fight that's coming up with one Paul Gallen, and he's actually a big owner. How did he come about being an owner in Tiako Shark? Uh, well, um, one of the owners is um, a very successful businessman in Sydney called Steve Mace, who's on the board of the Cronulla Sharks. And he said, I've got a good mate um, that uh, has never had a horse before. And, um, you know, I'd like him to take a share. And I said, well, great. And um, Gal's had a lot of fun with this horse. Uh, he's been very supportive and a terrific guy um, to train for. And I'm just pleased that I'm not in the ring with him. <laughs> <laughs> David, um, how are you going to keep... He can handle himself, uh, Paul Gallen. How are you going to keep, um, I, I suppose... With uh, Tiako Shay, he's going to be used to saying, oh, this thoroughbred cape is easy. You know, first horse I've had's a, a, a group one weight for age horse. How are you going to keep him satisfied from here on in? You, want to be, you might be dodging <laughs> a left and right hook yourself. Yeah, that's right. Well, he's, he's a pretty sensible sort of guy and he's got his feet well and truly on the ground and he knows that not every horse is as good as Tiako Shark. Um, just quickly back to Melody Bell and today at Flemington, David. Uh, are you over here going to the races today? No, I'm going to Tirapa. We've got a first starter, a two-year-old having his first start, and I'll be there to help the team. OK, well, we look forward to you helping the team over there, and we look forward to a, another excellent one, run from Melody Bell today at Flemington. Uh, she's been in startling form uh, the last couple of years. Uh, I think it's going for a seventh Group 1 in a year today. Uh, this year, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eighth, there you go. I'm one, you go. One, one short. Yep. I'll border in one short. We wish you well today, David. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, boys. Good on you. See, uh, you'll see David uh, very prominent at the New Zealand uh, Thoroughbred uh, um, Yearling Sales uh, in late January each year. He's, uh, he sits up there and gee, they buy a lot of lot of horses uh, that Tiako Racing Stables. Just uh, gets it right as well by the sounds of it. I'd like to know what the two-year-old is he's staying back for instead of coming over the ditch and <laughs> with Melody Bell. How's that losing count of Group 1s <laughs> in a year? I just wish I could do that. Just, <laughs> just the lazy Bell. seven. Just the yeah. lazy yeah. seven going for an eighth. Melody yeah. Bell, get on it. Wins. Well, might. Might be the omen this afternoon out there, this afternoon at Good Flemington track. this afternoon track, in the um, McKinnon Stakes. What was that, Big Paddy? Good track record of speaking to guests on the Audits Couple and then them actually yes. performing very well. We bring them so the luck, yeah. We bring them the luck. Right. Well.
that uh, interview brought to you by First Option Bank, the most progressive member-owned bank in Australia. Special SEN loan offer is now available. On SEN, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Welcome back to the odds couple. Great to have your company. Um, we're about. 16 minutes to 9 o'clock. We're about 16 minutes to 9 o'clock. We are. We're 16 minutes to 9 o'clock and uh, the big guns are about to fire here at uh, uh, at Odds Couple headquarters. Uh, Paddy Gushagan, the uh, famous son of the Bluestone College there on St Kilda Road. The beautiful Melbourne place. Grammar. Nurtured me well. Yep. <laughs> Simon, it really did. Yeah. Uh, we got some races to breed talk toxic masculinity. That's what oh. they breed. Let's get into a bit of uh, toxic masculinity from you and uh, what the punters are backing here at Flemington today. Well, let's uh, part with some wisdom here, boys. Of course, the promos races one to six at Flemington and Rose Hill, fifty bucks in bonus bets back in your skyrocket if you run second or third. Tag, oh, great your finger in the air, John O'Brien style. No, great, great, pro, great, pro. I love them promos. Thanks, David. Um, and also have a crack at the same race multi. You can combine up to four runners uh, and you'll get bigger odds, much bigger odds than your, your first fours. And we've heard some big first four dividend payouts this week. Um, let's get stuck in. Well, before we get going, make sure you get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. Absolutely. You say it so eloquently, Tags. I love it. Race one, boys. Um, the Working with Zig and Zag. <laughs> <laughs> Race one over 1,600 metres. Number two, Arrainier at $3.50 is best supported, holding 25% of all wages in the book. Chased home Cascadian and Dillmaker last start and comes to Melbourne to try and pinch a win. That is number two, Arrainier. Any money for number one? The smart money should be for number one. No, there's actually smart money on number six, good and fast, at $9.50. I've thrown out the bait with flying sardine. Any money there? Uh, not <laughs> no, not really. There's the air and some smarties having a go at good and fast. Boys, race two, 2,000 metres, benchmark 90. Punters being patient early, but number seven, Grazinga Star, is the preferred bet, $3.90 to $3.30. Three words, David Taggart. Danny O'Brien. Can't put a foot wrong and settles up the favourite here. That's number seven, Grizinga Three words, Danny O'Brien. Danny mm. O'Brien. Three words. You do the math. <laughs> number eight, Starcast. We're also well supported at $5.50 for the Freedmans, the two informed camps going into the final day of the carnival. Tags, you're making me giggle today, man. Race three, 400 metres listed, springtime stakes. Number three, Nick Point at $2.25 is best backed, but doesn't completely fill me with confidence. Big step up from BM64s at Newcastle to the real stuff at Flemington. That's number three, Nick Point at $2.25 for Godolphin. Number nine, Sophia's Choice at $9 is also getting some nibbles from the Smarties, gentlemen. We head to race four. 2,600 metres. The Group 3, Queen Elizabeth Stakes and punters have gone bang, crash and wallop into number five. True Self, $2, was into a dollar ninety now, was ahead off Prince of Arran uh, and the camp off in the Geelong Cup, sorry, and the camp offered to set their crosshairs on this instead of the Melbourne Cup. A very, very, very solid bet. That's number five, True Self. If only it was a bit wetter. If only it was a bit better, but 60% of you all don't wages... Think true Self can win. I thought she'd win. I thought we were going to have more rain. I thought we'd be on a soft track, but... Yeah, and I thought she would have just. A won. firm track, you're saying she can't. Well, she's win. not a firm track, it's good. They'll be giving it, but. Mm. There's a damp track. So, what she are you loves, saying? She loves, well, she no loves to get her toe. Mm. She loves to get her toe in the ground, that's all I'm saying. Into a dollar eighty-five. If it happened, I think she would have been self. a moral. Ryan Moore to take the ride. Well, your next best is number eight, Cariff, at $5.50, ran well in the Alexis Hotham Yeah, handicap. huge run. Yeah. We go to race five, gentlemen, and this is a corker, the uh, Daly Sprint Classic down the guts at Flemington. 
1200 metres, Group 1 Daily Sprint Classic. 70% of, 70% of all stake money is on the superstar, number one, Sandra Elaine. He is an absolute jet. Unlucky in the Everest, just sort of get checked at the top of the straight and it was probably over from there. The Friedman Group 1 strike rate, they're going at about 25% in big races. Take that to the bank. Need I say more? Number one, Sandra Elaine, $2.20, won it last year. Will be winning the race again. Moral. There is a little bit of money for number nine, Loving Gabby, at $7. We've seen what these three-year-olds have done. They've thrown up a few surprises this spring and also that Manicato win, and she also gets seven kilos less than uh, Sandra Elaine. So she can, if anyone's going to pinch it from Santa, which won't be happening, it could be her. Yeah, weight over six furlongs, not a, not a great deal. Not a great 2,000-metre matriarch stakes, gentlemen, the Group 2 level. Number uh, 13, Girl Tuesday, is mm. best backed at $4.50 in a very open affair. We'll look to turn the tables on Amon Geary uh, from the last start when she hit the line very, very impressively, impressively, impressively at Mooney Valley. That's number 13, Girl Tuesday. Number 7, Rondonella, is your next best at $5 uh, in the market. And a few people throwing around Rondonella as a big bet, but number 13, Girl Tuesday, is the most heavily supported. Tags, yeah, can you when you off? got up this morning and you saw Fidelia wasn't running, how did you, how did you feel, Paddy? A sigh of relief <laughs> went through my mind. Literally, that, that horse has not appeared in the screen. The Flemington pan shot is yeah. so big and it hasn't appeared. So you never. And that would have been the first time over 2,000 for her as well. I think which I think they've finally thrown her out to the paddock and yeah. uh, thank God. Anyway, uh, yeah, impeccably bred uh, Girl Tuesday will be suited by the by the by the Fleming the well the big track and the Fleming straight. Big discrepancy in the price here between number one Spanish Reef, which is sixteen dollars, and Rondonella is five dollars. Uh, and Spanish Reef defeated her at Caulfield. Ah, mm. uh, yeah, I know. So mm. I know which one I'd be taking at the price. Uh, but yet none have won over the trip. I know they've been both placed at it, but they've yet to win over the two thousand. So uh, good good luck to Kenny Keys. He deserves another group winner. So the numbers here are one, two, three, six, seven, eight, and thirteen. One, two, three, six. One, two, three, six, seven, eight, and thirteen in the first leg of the quaddy for David Taggart. Uh, Paddy, race seven. Very nice. We go to the Group Three Chatham Stakes over fourteen hundred metres. Now, number ten, Reykjavik, is the most supported despite an ordinary name. Do you know where Reykjavik is, Tags? Yeah, it's. I'm moving on. It's in Iceland. Yeah. Eight dollars into six dollars fifty. Where is it? It's in Iceland. It's the capital. Geography lesson. They taught me that well. Year twelve, Melbourne Grammar Tags. Ah, school. I only went to year ten. Um, Reykjavik, $8 in two, $6.50, and will appreciate a rise in the distance, one can assume. That's number 10, Reykjavik, holding 30% of all wages on this race. Second best backed is not Tom Melbourne. It is number four, Haunted, at $8, and that is the next best. Wow. $8 into $5, and that is the next best supported. I've actually left both of them out of the quad. What years were you in year 10? Pardon? What years were you in year 10? What? What? Anyway, uh, I've left both of them horses out, actually. Uh, number one, Streets I'm of Avalon. It's been a long way. Loves a quick backup, and he's better suited to the 1,400. He just, he just can't get the mile. Uh, I was all over Noble Boy last Sunday. I, I was on SEN just giving a tip. It was it was my Golden Cup tip, and uh, he was a bit disappointing, to say the least. He, he did run fourth, uh, but he's on the he's on the six-day backup. We're uh, working outside of our jurisdictions of... Flemington, uh, you know, yeah, and yeah. the odds couple. Yeah, I'm a wanted man. 
Oh, you're blowing just your own trumpet a bit. because you're on the couch on a Sunday. I still work, mate. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so and he's on a six-day backup and he's, and he's travelling too, so I'm willing to risk it. So I'm risking a few in this. So, uh, yeah, this <laughs> this may uh, put, th- put egg on my face, but hopefully not. So the numbers here are one, two, three and five. One, two, three and five in the second leg. Big step up for Noble Boy Tags. Big step up. Race eight. It is a big step up. I don't know how he's been well supported. Yeah. Surprisingly, not that many bets on him, but he is. He, he was is supported early. I know he was tens in about fives or something. He is $4.80 currently. Let's yeah. crack on. Race eight, 2,000 metres. McKinnon stakes. Farewell, Hartnell. The superstar, but it is all about number 15. And Melody Bell backing up after the Empire Rose and going for yet another great one. We've lost count of them. How is she flying under the radar for so long? We got that answer before. We'll love the sloppy conditions, but it's not going to be super sloppy, so no. there might be something that just sort of says there could be something else, but I don't think, and the punters definitely don't. Yeah. Number 15, Melody Bell, into $2.80 now, and it seems I think you want to get on that uh, ASAP before it will keep going. Now, number two, Galo Chop at 31, getting a lot of traffic, but so too is that uh, superstar who will retire after his waist. Number one, Hartnell at $11. Go get them, big boy. Happy retirement, Hartnell. Hope you find a big oak tree just to retire under down at Reggie Fleming's property there and uh, live life to the fullest. So, number 15, I think that's all we need. She's undefeated over this trip. Yeah, Melody Bell, that's all just we need. Wanny. You just dropped your phone there. Oh, yeah, Wani. All right. Um, yeah, I wish the rain had, there was a bit more rain around for her, but uh, she, she's a class man, mate. She's won 10 group ones. And, and as Paddy says, every time we interview a, a person connected to the horses, they usually win. So we've spoken to Dave Ellis. Oh. So, uh, mate, moral. They sure do. We'll go to the last Third race, the lucky 15. last. Last of the carnival race, 9, 1100 metres, the Sepult Drumborg handicap benchmark 80. Number one, Esperance at $6, being given another chance after bottling it at the Valley mm. on Cox Plate Day. He'll improve and, will, and will appreciate uh, this. Flemington Strait. That's number one. Esperance, the next best, is number seven, Morrissey, at $6 in the get-out stakes. Very open race, yeah, Esperance. They are, it's either one or two, because he had 12 months off. They either run a bottler and win, or he'll run down the track. Uh, you, you notice with the, the second-up syndrome after 12 months off. So, uh, yeah, very tough race to finish off. Uh, so I've gone wide. So the numbers here are 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, 12, 16. 7, 12, 6, 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, 12 and 16. We'll go uh, through all tags numbers in just a moment on the other side of the break and get the boys best around the country. On SEM, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Uh, OK, um, time to wrap things up here on The Odds Couple for a, a big McKinnon Stakes Day. Stakes Day out at Flemington, Family Day out at Flemington. I hope everyone gets out there and enjoys the day. It's going to be a bit, a bit on the cold side, only a, only a top of 14 or 15, and that's not till later in the afternoon. I hope they listen, because I'm overdue for a big day. I had five seconds, Oaks Day. Mm. One winner, five seconds. Well, what's your best around the country, dude? Uh, mate, I'd stop the time from coming in. Now. I would stop the Southern Aurora. Well, we'll be stopping for time if you don't get on with it. Anyway, so, that, that quaddy is $196, folks, uh, for a whole unit. So How my much best, for half? Uh, well, half of 196 is B98, wouldn't it, good. You know, there's your maths, mate. Anyway, uh, well, you know what my best is. I've gone gone one out in the quaddy. Uh, race eight, number 15, Melody Bell. Melody Bell, eh? One out in the quaddies. That's how you get them, you that's how you get them Paddy. Biscuit. Work well, last David week. David Taggett. 
Um, my best gentleman will be a race five, number one, Santa Ana Lane. He'll butter up after the Everest. Uh, will enjoy Flemington, won this race last year, and will be beating Nature Strip, chasing it down the last 50 metres. Wooshka. You still think Nature Strip will be in front 50 metres I to think go? so. We'll fall in a hole. He's won, he's won down the straight, the six furlongs. He's undefeated down the straight. He's oh, three from three. And one over six. Horse. He'll be slow to Santa Ana Lane today. Yeah. Sammy Friedman will... He'll sniff him out and give him a left hook. That's what that's what'll happen. Race three, number six, Bankku. Bankku for me. At Race Flemington. three, number six at Flemington. David. Five dollars. Bankku. Well, thank Holder. you. Danny, has Bank it got anything to do with Danny O'Brien and Damien Oliver? Time for us to lock up shop here. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.